everyone, to the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined, of course, by my good friend, Matt. I've got one hand in the grave and one hand in a McRib sandwich back for a limited time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, one, one thing that's... Wait, so it was the McRib and a cookie? No, I said I have one hand in, the, in a grave. Oh, a grave. I thought you had a one. I guess I have cookies on the mind of the cookie jar. <laughs> one hand in a grave and one hand in a McRib sandwich back for a limited time. Oh, man. That have they? I feel like I still hear people talking about like the McRib, like even as if it is available on a constant basis. And I, I, I don't understand it. I don't know if it's ever been that good. It probably hasn't been, but it's rare, and it only comes around every once in a while. <laughs> so is I've like, never had it. I've never had it. <laughs> so is like polio, but we're not <laughs> trying to grasp for it. <laughs> when does polio come back? <laughs> it's coming back because people are not vaccinating their children. <laughs> okay, but it's still not like a yearly expectation thing. Unlimited deal on polio. I'm not expecting polio. I'm expecting measles. <laughs> measles. That's. Tr- I'm saying all the all. The those diseases are coming back. This may turn into All diseases a, that were extinct. I turned this. Get into ready a, for the bubonic plague. <laughs> I turned into this anti-anti-vaxxer <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Anyways, welcome everyone. Fuck anti-vaxxers. If you're an anti-vaxxer, stop listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with it. Alienating that fan base. Welcome everyone. Um, the the I this is a. I don't even, I'm kind of at a loss of words to start the podcast outside of what just fucking happened, but um, this <laughs> is welcome. this is a weird week for us because we just spent last week talking about every single team as if we knew what the hell is happening in the NFL, um, and we don't. Guess what? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't because everything went to shit this week when it came to our picks uh came to chaos and trying to understand what the heck's happening in this in this world that we know of and it's not we have no idea and everything is a lie so we're gonna try to recap some of this in what a segment i call surreal sunday even though one of these matchups is on a monday um it's fine but, uh, it's so surreal. The day lasted an extra twenty four hours. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. I think that's that's how it felt. And we should start with the game of the year. And uh, Matt, you could go ahead and talk about this. So the game of the year was Seattle versus San Francisco. Uh, that happened last night as re- as of recording this. Wow. Yeah. Good game. Um, both teams played very well on offense and on defense. Had a lot of exciting takeaways that resulted in uh, touchdowns or just good possessions. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, a possible playoff matchup in the future. Uh, one of these teams seems set to take the division, but the other one's probably going to be a wildcard team. Then the one that won the game is probably going to be the wildcard team. Potentially. Um, potentially. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you hand the 49ers their first loss. You send the game to overtime with uh, field goal shenanigans, with uh, an interception in overtime. It's it was a an amazing matchup. You can really see uh, you can really see all the players on the team taking a step up. There were some uh, sig- significant injuries on both sides too, especially in the wide receiver department, mm-hmm. with Emmanuel Sanders and Tyler Lockett both going down during the game. 
that allowed some other receivers, such as Debo Samuel, uh, Josh Gordon's debut, um, to really take really take a step up um, in this game, which was really really cool to see that these that these two great teams are so deep. Yeah, the, the I mean I think the most surreal thing is that I think Russell Wilson I I I kind of went into um you know last week thinking Lamar Jackson could end up becoming the MVP but Russell Wilson quieted me a little bit because he he had a game where I mean and especially near the end of the game where he had a lot of around him that was not really super reliable and and at, at even at times like I know DK Metcalf basically just became like a meme of his own self. <laughs> like when before the <laughs> before like before the you know the draft, like everyone kind of was like, "All right, is he really going to be successful?" But he has been, and that's been mostly and not to discredit his talent, mostly because of, of Russell Wilson and what he's been able to do. Yeah. He's he's been incredible this year. He's playing, I think, at a level that we haven't even seen him yet, which is surreal because he has played so well in his career. And like I, I find that Wilson is someone that's going to be I, I, I think I think at this point it's fair to say after years of him being part of this league and being part of it uh, and being just such a big name in the league for so long, being a top five quarterback every single year, um, we all thought that Andrew Luck would probably be the guy from that draft. Russell Wilson is the best that guy, guy quarterback that came out of 2012, no question, and he might yes. even be one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback. Well, it's all said and done. <laughs> he's just playing that well. He's he's running the ball so well. He's throwing dimes, and he's able to escape the pocket like no one else. He's really, really good at, at what he does. I really hope he has a career as long as Rodgers and Brady so that people can really see that he's one of the best to play the game. Yeah, and and, and for the Niners, I mean, it. I, I look, the, the Seattle's defense, which hasn't really been great this year, had – uh, linebackers like the you know, the great guys like Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright really on them all game had some guys step up near the end of the game, uh, especially the defensive line that was just Clowney. Clowney finally like oh Cl- yeah I forgot about Clowney starting to be Clowney yeah Clowney <laughs> actually was probably the best defender on Seattle that yeah. day it was really he really a great game so uh, to me I don't look bad badly at the Niners I think that a lot of people are going to gain up on Jimmy G because he did look like out of sync near the end of the game, but I, I very much still have faith in him as a, as a passer. Just, he has to, he has to be able to play under pressure a lot better. Um, and I mean, they almost won the game. They, they, they had George Kittle out for a lot of the game and they had Emmanuel Sanders out for portions of the game. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and debate the Niners. It was a, hard fought game that just didn't go their way they didn't have their best kicker and the and chase McLaughlin actually pushed it to overtime. It was yeah. great. Um, so really, really awesome. Game. ILL. Yeah. I, yeah. The other, the other, the other surreal football moment for me, uh, the Illinois graduate was Illinois coming back from 28 to three to defeat Michigan state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to get that mentioned. In and there it was 28 it was... to 10 at the start of the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's the crazier part. Yeah. I I have been down eighteen points at the start of a quarter and came back and won. I live vicariously through Matt when it comes to college football <laughs> in a way because I I do not my college did not have a 
uh, college football team, but I had I do root for Boise State because I just love their blue field, so that's just been my team thing. But uh, when Illinois finally got bowl eligible for the first time uh, since since my freshman year of college, yeah, that's I mean that was awesome. It was a really it was a really cool feeling. Um, back to the NFL though. Uh, the yeah, game sorry. that no, totally fine. <laughs> Fair tangent. Um, the game games I really want to talk about are, are like the upsets, and the first one that stood out to me was the Saints because you and I both picked them as our NFC Championship game and as our NFC Championship team. I I think we both ended up picking them as our Super Bowl winner, and then they I think, lay it in. I think I said I think I said Saints would win, but I want Baltimore to win. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, but regardless. Saints laid an egg then on, on that the Sunday after we said that, so that works out great. Um, the Saints, it just it, it was a game where, at least where I saw it, it just seemed like the offense nothing was working. Drew Brees seemed out of sync. Alvin Kamara did not show up, and the all these, you know, the the defense that was supposed to get pressure on the Fal. I mean, the Falcons defense just showed up out of nowhere. After all these months, after all these months of us saying the defense is what's holding this team back, it's it's, it's been it's been awful, 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 and then they come against the Saints team that's supposed to be unbeatable, and they completely ruined Drew Brees' day. It's insane. It's it was absolutely an incredible. It was six sacks. The 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 Saints did not give up barely any sacks over the course of the season. They gave up six sacks to the Falcons of all teams. It was the most wild result because it's like. What is happening? How do we? How does this happen? Is it just because it's a rivalry, or is it? Is this because the Falcons are now on the stat on on the the trend up, or are the Saints going to be trending down now? Do we not trust the Saints' offense? There's so much about the Saints' team. I just I do not know now. I'm confused. So that's where I'm at on that. What <laughs> a lot, lot of my lot of my same concerns. Uh, obviously, like having Drew Brees, Kamara, and uh, Jared Cook even all back at once. Yeah, should have should have propelled the offense, but you know, <laughs> weird weird shit happens. Um, yeah, and we just kind of got to move on. This is a fluke, and the Saints seem to have a fluke every year. Like last year was against Dallas. Yeah, or even or even even Tampa Bay week one. Right, that although, was that was that was that was f- result of Fitz magic. Yeah, that was a, that was as fluky as it got because they ended up rattling off. They were not they didn't lose again until that Dallas game, which was in December, I think, or at least the last you know day in November or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, it, it's just it's wild. It's a very weird situation. Um, but uh, it, it's yeah, you just think it's just gonna have to recover from that. And uh, Dan Quinn saved his job for at least a little bit longer. Uh, what's what's your what's your next matchup? My other one is the Packers and the Panthers. This was a very close game. It felt really close um, throughout all of it. And uh, uh, Aaron Jones continuing to be the best Aaron on the team. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not wrong. Um, Aaron Rodgers is is doing what he needs to do. No, Aaron Rodgers is playing well, dude. He's playing really, really well. He's an MVP candidate in my book. He's not the the MVP candidate, but he's an MVP candidate. Yeah, I don't know. Like he he's playing really well, but he's he's not the he's not the player that he was in terms of what he's able to do in a game. I the, the I Raiders, would disagree the with that too. Example of his what? I would disagree with that too. Okay, no, I but 
look, look, like if you look at the if you look at the Raiders game from this year, that is what you expect Aaron Rodgers to do at his best. Right. And he doesn't come he he he's barely come close to that this season. He and maybe I'm a... just thinking maybe I'm just thinking from a fantasy football output because he's sucked for fantasy football and that's where most of my uh most of my like analysis and experience on how well a player does come comes from but yeah so so from a fantasy if you're looking for from a fantasy expert output sure he hasn't thrown as many touchdowns it's what he has done in the middle of the field that has really been spectacular this year. It's Aaron, they've been giving Aaron Jones most of the touchdowns. I mean, that's just what yes. that's what it is this year. It, right. that, that, that I don't think that's a deterrent on Aaron Rodgers. I don't I don't think that has deterred him as a player. I think he's played really well. Yeah, and he 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 definitely has played well. It's just the 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 game script is different from what we're used to from Aaron Rodgers. I, I guess I, I yeah. So I, maybe maybe I was a little bold in saying Aaron Jones was the best. Aaron on on the team <laughs> but my point my my, my point uh, he still scored the three t- the, their three touchdowns yes um and uh the Panthers uh played played them pretty close uh I think there was correct me if I'm wrong there was um there was a turnover that I think turned into a touchdown uh on the Panthers end I, I turn into a Packer touchdown. I'm good. I'm forgetting a lot of the game if I'm being honest okay. with you. But I, I, okay. I think I think it was something along those lines. Yeah. So uh, other than that, Panthers played well. Kyle Allen led them to a very close goal line comeback uh, that they would have had to they would have had to get the two point because they missed a two point earlier. A lot of people question the uh, Ron Rivera's decision in that in that sense um, to go for the two point the first time. I think it would have been fine either way. But, um, but obviously they didn't get the touchdown at the end in any way, so it wouldn't have mattered. Um, but it was it was still a close game, and it shows that, uh, like I I really think it shows that the Panthers have a really solid team. Yeah. Going up, going up, going up against the Packers, and it's a, it's a shame that their that their season is is probably not going to end in in a playoff berth when they have the the <laughs> probably the only. Definitely the only non-quarterback MVP candidate on their team. Right, right. I mean, and, and I think that the it, it, it's. I think McCaffrey and the defense has been the two things that have should be carrying it through. But I mean, give credit to Kyle Allen who has been doing a decent job as well. I mean that and the first of all, the fact that it starts snowing in the second half was just it made the game look awesome. So from a visual point of view, I I love yes. the game. Um, but it was also. Yeah, I I agree. I felt like there, there was some backlash by Panther fans about the Ron Rivera decision. I disagreed. I thought it was worth the risk um, because ultimately, right? You you if you scored a touchdown, uh, you go. With, I I think it's fine to go for the two point conversion at that point because if you get it, then you have a chance to win the game. Um, exactly. You know, later on in the game, but. Yeah, and then you go to overtime, and you who 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 in their right mind wants to face Aaron Rodgers in overtime? Yeah, well, <laughs> Ron Rivera because he has he has <laughs> the stones for it. But I uh, yeah. I I I I think right the Packers or, or I should say the Panthers deserve a lot of praise by the way they play this game. Uh, but hey, the, the and the Packers are it's just it, it's gonna be interesting. They have a bye this week, and we found out just now that the Packers game has just been. 
uh, flex to Sunday Night Football against the Niners. So that's going to be an outstanding. That's going to be an excellent matchup. That's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, you know, Panthers. I I I'm I'm not going to count out the Panthers out of the playoff race. It's going to be tough though in a deep NFC. It's a it's yeah, a, just a yeah. It's tough it's just the division. If the Panthers were in the AFC, I would I would give them like the benefit of the doubt that they can make it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, it's just the it's just the tough NFC where you have two teams from every division except the East that could make it. Right. That that that's I think that's the scenario right now. It's <laughs> yeah. That that whole the the Cowboy Eagle thing. I. I, I'm I'm so sick of the East right now. It's, it's... We, like, I said the Eagles were going to win the division. You said the Cowboys, and now both of us are very much doubting ourselves. We're yeah, it's we're. I know it, the Eagles were on a bye, but either either one of them are gonna are, are gonna win it. One of them is it's, gonna win. I don't think is... the other one's gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, it, that's it's a tough climb right there. But one of them has to win. That's true. Um, one, <laughs> they have to. They for tooth and nail, they'll have to win, even if they don't. One want of them to. will win a division. <laughs> um, my last, my last game I wanted to touch upon was Chiefs Titans, just because um, Titans are just war in the world. I mean, I, I, I once again, even with Tannehill, this Titans team is just as as bipolar as possible. <laughs> and, you know, completely laying an egg against the Panthers, and then. All of a sudden, against the Chiefs, I mean, maybe because it was there at home, but the defense was outstanding, or at least was, was, was trying to control it, at least. <laughs> Derrick Henry was excellent. The, and then The number of, like, 60-plus yard runs that Derrick Henry has is insane. He's Yeah, he's still a monster. But then, yeah. but I also think that the offense under, under Ryan Tannehill, as weird as the sounds, it's still it feels a little bit more competent it just does with with him at the at the at the guard it, it, it really does uh you know and the receivers are stepping up um offensive line is still disaster for Titans uh for the Titans team but I I don't know I I I think that they it it just to me the the AFC South is wide freaking open. I think anything can happen at this point. Uh, and Texans might be running away with it right now, but if they lose on Sunday and let's say the Titans are on by, so let's say you know the Jaguars end up beating the Colts. I mean, there's three five and five teams right there, plus a six and four team. Like it's so anything anything can happen at this point. Um, but the Chiefs, on the other hand, I. I'm ready to call this team like I'm de- I'm done with them. I'm really am. With, a lot of people are blaming Andy Reid's uh, time management for this loss. <laughs> that's a that's a frequent Andy Reid criticism. <laughs> yes. But um, it, yes, you can. But I don't trust a team whose defense relies on moments. On yeah. on these on like oh we're gonna get hot for this game but not for this other you can't you can't do it like that you have to try to be you have to play I mean, I'm not saying that the, the players aren't giving it 100 percent like every single game like of course they are but it just they are consistently running high and cold the running game is a disaster for the Chiefs their offensive line is not holding doing anything of benefit um. The Chiefs had a quarterback and receivers who could try to carry them the way. Would not be shocked at this point if the Raiders won the division. I'm, I wouldn't. I, I, I'm at that point with the Chiefs because I'm just like, I, you could, you could, yes, you could blame Andy Reid's time management. That's fine, but I could absolutely see they have a tough schedule down the down the road that this could fall apart. And the, the, the again, 
it was a close game, so obviously you never know what can happen. But they they're not, they're at four losses at this point. This is this is not. This is not the. Not this good. is not the MVP Mahomes team. Right. He is. He's playing great. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think Patrick Mahomes has regressed at all. But the team around him is not doing it. Yeah. Got weird weird stuff rotating at running back. Um, like you said, defense that relies on plays. A wide receiver core that constantly rotates under Tyreek Hill. It's yeah. weird. Well, I mean, I'm not. I think the receiver core is still a strength in a sense. You it know, is. Nicole it Hardman is. is playing well, and Ty- Travis Kelsey. But you're you're right though. It's like it's so up in the air <laughs> with this team. It's like I don't trust them right now. And I've, if you look at the Chiefs versus the Raiders, the Raiders have actually played more consistently in recent weeks. It, they have. It's just the way it's been. So, it's it's weird. It's I don't like it, <laughs> but it's it's the way things are. Uh, and there's plenty of other games that were great, but we're gonna cut it off here because there's just we could talk about Week Ten forever. But it delivered. It was awesome, and I'm super excited about that. Um, so turning the page now to Week Eleven, um, we would you know we do our previews for these games while we do the picks. Um, so we don't really have to dive too deep into previewing these football matchups. But we here at Virtual Ball Boys have a fascination with mascots, and we were we we've we've discussed this prior to the season, and I we haven't really been able to do it to this point. But we've we're always fascinated by the battle matchups of mascots, like what would happen if we put uh, whatever a cowboy against a lion in a fight. You know, and and just see what happens. Our, the lion or would always win. The lion, <laughs> the lion will win. <laughs> but it's a battle between these two mascots and what would happen within them. But we want to put a unique twist on this. Um, so if I, not to go too deep into it, I have a, a expansion pack for a game called Super Fight, which is basically a game about debating uh what like two characters would if who would win in a fight essentially um and this expansion pack is called the challenge deck and essentially what it is is that it gives a scenario outside of fighting where two individuals would be pitted against in a certain scenario like a cooking competition or something along those lines and and the two people would have to debate which individual would win that battle so what me and Matt are going to try to do is we're going to <laughs> we're going to take the mascot battles for week eleven, at least three of the games, and we're going to pit them against each other in a yet to be determined battle. Now I and have we've we've, yeah. we've we've also already decided our sides. Yes. So even if one is clearly better, we cannot change it. We have to argue it. All right. <laughs> we have to argue it. And once once we're done arguing it, we'll if I remember, I'll post I'll post a poll on I'll post three polls online to who you think won the argument, um, or even who you think would win in this certain situation. So we're gonna start with I think we I think we said Falcons versus Panthers. Um, in this one, yes. so I took the role of the Falcons, and Matt took. What the is going to be our matchup? I, I will be doing the Panthers, obviously. Yes. Um, so I'm about to pull the first card here. Between the Falcon and the Panther, um, who would play? Who would win at dodgeball? 
Now, okay. here's the thing. It's a team sports here. So this, according to this card, it says it's a team sport. So all fighters are multiplied by eight. Okay, so, so eight Panthers versus eight Falcons. Eight Falcons. I'll let you have the floor for the first argument. Okay, well, to start out, the dodgeball is probably bigger than the Falcon. So they're they're automatically at a, at a disadvantage in terms of in the in the sense of they will not be able to pick up the ball. <laughs> where where Panthers um they they've got they've got two two hands that they can kind of I'm assuming like actual Panthers not like anthropomorphized ones. Um Panthers would would grab them with both and would be able to get up on their hind legs and throw them. Panthers are huge. And that would the, and but they're also um they're also uh they do have cat-like reflexes. Mm-hmm. So they would be able to get out of the way quickly um, and be able to spot a falcon throwing the ball from a mile away if the falcon somehow was able to pick up the ball in the first place. Um, <laughs> because it would just be it would be this it would it would be hard for the falcon to like pick it up and be sneaky about it. So the Panthers would have ample time to like dodge, get out of the way. They have good senses, they're aware of their surroundings, and they would be able to at least at least teamwork. Um, through the power of teamwork, uh, take down the Falcons. Okay, but here's the thing, though. When you're talking about Falcon, it's gonna be hard. Maybe, maybe when you have when you have eight of them, you could maybe get a few birds. But when the bird is flying around, that's a hard thing to to, to throw at and beat. That, that that's a that's a hard thing to completely aim at the bird, and the bird can easily elusively move away from the ball. I could see it where the where a panther throws a ball, and with the big wingspan of the falcon, they're able to at least hold on to the ball, and that would mean that the ball would be caught, which means that the panther would be eliminated. And through that, I think the falcon could win in the game of dodgeball. It would be very it, it's it is certainly an uphill battle. I'm not I'm not saying that this is a, I think definitely in the panther's favor, but I think a falcon with its elusiveness could get out of the way and it could i i think that through the defense it could it could end up winning this game not like the team but you know like the bird so there you go dodgeball weighs 0.21 pounds (laughs) oh this now we're doing the science of (laughs) a falcon actually weighs (laughs) 3.2 it could happen it's true. You, they can catch it. <laughs> it's they, they're not they they're not small birds. They're decent size. No, they're not decent yeah. size. And they, I I think with again with the wingspan, they can at least cusp it, cusp it. And and I mean, yeah, maybe they'll, they'll have to. The ref would have to really weigh. To, it's to just the, bird. the it's just the the force and velocity on whether or not they would be able to completely do it. I think. Well, I think it's like if, if you if you have the wing like close the bird like if the wing if the bird closes the its wings around the ball the referee whoever is in play at the dodgeball competition would have to determine whether or not the bird got hit by the dodgeball or if it actually caught it so that's 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 something that has to weigh but i think they would have they would have to time it well though because like like if the bird gets hit by a ball it's gonna get hit knocked back it's gonna have a split second of time to actually like catch the ball yeah but i mean if we're talking like professional dodgeball birds (laughs) dodgeball birds professional dodgeball birds is the title of this episode (laughs) professional dodgeball birds they they could absolutely i think that that they could do i mean we're also dealing with professional dodgeball panthers 
So I mean, it's it's yes. a tough. It's I think it's a I think it's a playoff game, playoff dodgeball game. I think it's a very it's a tough matchup, but you know, I we'll see we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah. So all right, I like that. Let's do another one now. All right, next up, uh, we are going to do the Bills versus the Dolphins. Obviously, the Bills is not the actual mascot of Buffalo. It's a buffalo. It's a buffalo. <laughs> their names is backwards. Um, yes. What do you think their name? I know Buffalo Bills like like the name of an outlaw, but what if the, what if the the team actually called themselves the Buffalo Buffaloes? <laughs> Honestly. I mean, you get kind of close with like all the other teams around them. Like, there's like the Buffalo Bison, which is like a minor league team. Like, they, they, you got, you got, they, they, yeah. they really try. <laughs> Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is a complete sense. Seven Buffaloes. I've heard that before, and it make my brain hurts every single time. Okay, so I'll I, explain it to you later. <laughs> I got, I'm gonna be arguing for the Buffalo. And, I'm going to be arguing for the Dolphins. And the Dolphins. Okay, here we go. It should be very entertaining. Fencing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm starting. Okay. Damn it. I I don't like this one, but all right. Um, so we can do another one. No, I... I listen, the card, the card speaks. The card <laughs> speaks, and we must listen. Um, I think that... I Dude, I don't even... I'm trying to think of, like, the rules of fencing... Like so, like there's like I know that you have, you're, you're there's you're a, in lot... a straight line. You got to try to land a blow on the opponent. Right, right, and so it would require the buff. <laughs> I think the idea of a buffalo and a dolphin in a fencing outfit just it makes my day. It makes me want to see it animated. <laughs> this is why I wanted to do this matchup. <laughs> this is this is very I, I, this is very entertaining. Yes. Um, I I think that with the buffalo, it. It has the speed, I think. The speed where. Oh, now you know what? Now I feel like this. The the, the here's the big thing though. Is this on the surface or in the water? This is the this is the tough. Well, this is tough. Well, one. yeah, that's why that like I think it's like. With maybe the... it's next. It's next to like an aquarium pool, where the buffalo can be on land, but the dolphin can be in water. Okay. If we're talking about that, then the buffalo has the higher ground advantage than yes. in this scenario where they might, this is like, it's not so much as a level, as level as we think in terms of the size, in terms of where things are happening. So the buffalo, I think with its hoof will, you know, try, can, can try to stab, stab at the dolphin and try to get them, um, you know, and, and use its quick, you know, it's charging ability to really be able to stick the dolphin and, and make sure to, to do it respectfully, of course, because we all know this is, fencing is a respectable game. We bow to our opponents after the fact. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, it's a long sword battle. And I, I think the thing, the, the, the advantage that the, the buffalo might have is that the hands are not, you know, you know, they're not fins. I mean, they're hooves, I know, but they're yes. not wet. And I think that there's going to be better control of the sword in this sense, where I think the buffalo will be able to, you know, have easier control as to going after the dolphin. So that's my argument. <laughs> All right. Um, I actually need to look up another science fact. <laughs> I love. I love that this is becoming like a Google search of of various animals at this point. Uh, so I was gonna like I was gonna look up. Uh, do narwhals count as dolphins? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> in which case, I think they would have a significant advantage. But as I was putting this in to Google search, the, the suggested uh, comment I got was, do narwhals count as unicorns? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue doing the dolphin one. Um, <laughs> they are related to the bottlenose dolphin. I, um, I, I don't but know. they're more they're more related to the um, to beluga whales. Okay. Um, and since the Miami Dolphins are not narwhals, um, <laughs> I will I will exclude narwhals from the equation. <laughs> you're trying to bring a narwhals into this. You're trying to bring a narwhal to a dolphin fight. How dare you? <laughs> that being said, dolphins are extremely intelligent. Um, and as much as uh, 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 fencing is a game about uh, physical skill, it is also a game of mental uh, mental skill, mental capacity, and awareness of mm. your uh, of your body, of your surroundings, and what your opponent's moves are. You yeah. know what dolphins have? Echolocation. Mm. Okay. So not only would they be able to like visibly see, but they may be able to, with their echolocation, uh, figure out the movements of uh, of what the um, buffalo does. Now, I don't know if dolphin echolocation works above above water. Right. So that may be trouble. I know bad echolocation is a thing, though, so I'm going to assume that they, they work kind of similarly. Yeah, I mean... Um, well, I, so I, that, that, that will at least help with the movements. I also think that dolphins, just being more skinny and narrow, have a better propensity for fencing than a buffalo would, where a buffalo would maybe be better at, like... Um, you know those like 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 those like you you stand on a platform and like hit each other with the big foam poles. Yeah, that yes. would be more of a buffalo type of game, where fencing would be more of a dolphin game. Man, you're 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 basically telling the buffalo just be like, change your sport. You will never be a fencer. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing its dreams. Um. Well, I I mean I don't know about the whole eco location thing. I don't. I feel like that. If that's the ability that dolphins have, I feel like that would. I don't know. Does, does that really require water? I don't. Know. I, don't I don't know. I just like because yeah. it's like it's it, it's making noises and then listening to how those those sound waves bounce off of objects. Mm. So I imagine it doesn't need water. Yeah. I just dolphins don't. Dolphins aren't water out of water. Will be present, I would say at yeah. least. So that that could at least help it in some capacity on that front. Yeah. Um. Okay. Two good battles thus far. Um. Next and last but not least, the ram versus, versus the, the bear. bear. I am taking the bear as the bear's fan. Of course. I will take on the ram. All right, here we go. <laughs> Hottest pop star. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Hottest pop Ooh. star. All okay. right, you go ahead first. I am totally Shit. researching my art. <laughs> researching this. Jesus. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, bears have larger frames um, compared to... Okay, so do we mean hot... <laughs> this is a dumb question. <laughs> I don't want... We mean hot isn't, like, popular, right? Of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> well, wait. Well, well, actually, hold on, though. How does pop star... I actually... I, I would argue looks... I think well, we're talking looks, aren't we? I think I well, when when we talk about like the hottest pop star, the hottest thing, that's usually in terms of popularity. Like, who's the hot thing right now? Okay, okay, all right. Fair I would enough. I would argue that just the just the the terminology in this case is used in that sense. Okay, okay, that's fine. I I am okay. I will agree with that. 
Um, so, uh, music's all about trying to find the newest, like, thing, right? The newest style. Sure. Um, bears generally have, like, 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 are kind of, kind of, like, deep, rumbly, like, noises. Right. Um, which could be some sort of, like, new age kind of, uh, new age isn't hot. What am I doing? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, the, like... It, but but it, it's it's a new unique sound that could be the new like defining sound genre of the decade, mm. uh, and I think that uh, bears with the ability to, I would say more easily be on two legs than a than a ram, would have a little bit of an advantage there because they would be able to at least like perform more and do more choreography. As uh, as on two legs, and I'm not talking about like circus bears because circuses treat animals relatively poorly overall. Um, so not in that sense, but just in general, I think there I could get more choreography out of a bear than I could a ram. So I'm gonna that's that's my argument for bear and hottest pop star. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think that we we're talking about pop stars. We're talking about music, of course, and I feel like the magic of those two horns i i think that they're the inch like i i think that there is something magical about those horns that are not they're, they're not just like cause you could throw any bear on a stage you know it, it, it's, a, it's a bear it's a bear it's a you could throw any bear on a stage you'll probably mute like murder a bunch of people but there's a you could throw a bear on a stage but there's something about ram and having the horns the way they are and that could I think could make beautiful music. I, mean, I don't know if anyone has ever attempted to try to tap on those those horns. That's a real. That's that would be probably dangerous, or you know. But I I think that you could potentially make beautiful music from that. And I think I just think that a ram just generally they, they would dominate the red carpet. Are you kidding? The, the outfits they would come up with for a ram. I I think that that that's to me. I think it's not. It's it's about the music, sure. But that you got you got the looks factor, and I think the ram you could, has you it. You could there. decorate those horns. Decorate those horns, and it just you know just it bedazzle them to no end. I I think that I think there's so much potential for the ram. May, may not be able to create as amazing music, but I think would be able just from the from they would be iconic in the way that they present themselves. And I think that's I think that's what will make them a hot hot stud in the pop industry. That's very respectable. <laughs> I've really enjoyed our discussions over the past twenty minutes. We need to do more of this in the future. <laughs> I will, all right, so I'm gonna keep my pack here. That that's I, that's out of context. Very weird. Um, I will keep my 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 deck of cards of scenarios, um here on the table and we will return to this yeah maybe in a few weeks we got we 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 love our reoccurring series i'm sure you know that that i i i yeah i would love the idea of bringing that back for future ones i think we i think this was a good week to do it i think because you had like a few good animal animal versus animal because then you have like the human versus animals and you're like that's a little more suspect whenever we get the animal versus animal that's the that's the golden golden zone. Absolutely, I I completely agree with that. Right now, we move on to week eleven completely. Now, we're going to be talking about the football side of things. Uh, uh, week ten was not kind to us. <laughs> not at all. We uh, uh, I went five and eight, uh, and Matt went four and nine. Our we only... both got our chaos right and our guarantee wrong. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> in case you didn't see it on Twitter, um. 
essentially with the Matthew Stafford all of a sudden out of nowhere um, having a back industry 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 <laughs> yeah, he's crazy he's putting the backs out of the industry <laughs> We we we're keeping the backs in 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 business right now, but um he had a back injury which ultimately, um that it ended up putting him out of the game, and so last minute I decided to uh, switch my guarantee and my pick for that game. I went with the Bears. Uh, and I switched my guarantee over to the Giants. That still did not work out for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but we uh, we ended up only disagreeing on one game, and the Bucks ended up pulling through at the, with a very shoddy, you know, potential pass to Fear. It's called maybe that should have gone the Cardinals' way. I don't know. Um, but I went five and eight, and Matt went four and nine. I think it was our worst week in a while. Um, um, I uh, lost five points. Yeah, I lost three. So uh, we're currently sitting. The, the record, at least for me, is eighty six sixty one. I still have that I mean, negative four with uh, yep. twenty one points uh, in all at the moment. Oh, twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I came out a little little uh, worse for where yeah. um, eighty four sixty three is my record, but minus five on the week. Yeah, minus five on the week. Uh, so yep. you lost. Uh, so seventeen points. Seventeen points. You still have the okay. negative four qualifier though, because you got the team chaos, but no guarantee. So that didn't change anything. Um, luckily, so yeah, bad week. But it happens when shit hits the fan, uh, <laughs> and we'll see how this week plays out. And uh, Matt, get us started with Thursday night football. Let's do that. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off their win against the Rams. Uh, go to Cleveland to face the Browns. Uh, that would be weird if they faced a team that wasn't the Browns in Cleveland. Um, also, coming <laughs> off of, also coming off of a win. I, I do I do wonder, like, I, we do say that a lot. We're just like, we're, they're going to go to Dallas to take on the Bills. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah. we, I feel like at some point we just throw people off. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, both teams coming off of a win. Uh, very close wins. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I... Man, I think if there's any team that's gonna that we've kept in the grave, that's gonna end up coming back to bite us. It might be the Steelers at this point. Their offense is—I still don't think their offense is playing well, but their defense is very good, and I still do not trust this Brown team. I know they won, but it was their offense still remained remained inept, even with Nick Chubb, you know, playing well. The defense, you know, did what it could, but I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be a slugfest. It's not gonna be a pretty game. I just think the Steelers have had the Browns number a lot, so I'm going with Steelers in this one. I'm gonna go with the Steelers as well. I'm a big fan of the the win streak that Pittsburgh is on. Mm. Um, not a fan because I don't like the Steelers, um, but <laughs> that interests me a lot in this in this matchup. And they should get James Conner back, which will impact yes a uh, big time impact big time. the team um uh, yeah i will I, also go with the steelers if i didn't say that yet yeah yes yeah you just <laughs> said, said steelers okay um all right so that's that next up uh the uh i, I was just checking real quick because i forgot where i did my uh guarantee i did not guarantee the steelers in this one so okay. i just wanted to make sure uh falcons at the panthers uh, I I mean the Falcons are coming off their biggest win of the year, one of their only wins of the year. Um, they fifty percent of their wins of the year. Fifty percent of the wins of the year. Uh, they they stepped up big time. Uh, on the road, they're on the road again this week to take on a Panthers team that got that lost a close 
game on the goal line to the Green Bay Packers. What do you think is going to happen? I think the Panthers are have a lot of fight in them as a team, and the um, the their ability to bounce back from a close win I think is very good. Uh, and playing at home, they beat a, they beat the Titans at home. Uh, the Falcons are frisky, but I still like the Panthers, who could still be playing for a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I I I like the Panthers too. I because just just because yeah, I think it's a better they're a better team right now. I, I kudos to the Falcons. Let me see you do it two weeks in a row. If so, they do it two weeks in a row, I won't know what to do with any of my fandoms anymore. <laughs> yeah, just ship them off at this point. <laughs> um, next up. Next up, Buffalo Bills uh, take on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins are the only uh, AFC East team with a with a two-game winning streak. There you go, man. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, they're t- they where the Bills just come off of a loss to the Browns. How do you think this matchup's going to go, Chris? Bills have given up so many rushing yards to teams in recent weeks. They have not played well up there. The secondary has been doing really well. Tredavious White is a Pro Bowl candidate, if not an All-Pro candidate. Um, and but the, but the Bills offense, I am still not complete. I don't have a lot of faith in it all right now. And mostly that comes from Josh Allen. He's just he has like one or two pretty balls every single every single week, and that's about it. Uh, for the Dolphins, they're running a hot hand. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzmagic, is gonna ruin their draft position because I I'm picking the Dolphins. I'm team chaosing it. I'm glad you've seen the Dolphins light. Um... <laughs> I don't know I'm if I, I I so I'm starting Kalen Balaj in fantasy this week. Good. <laughs> um, they, he, but, he will he'll run for 150 yards. Yeah, but it's like it's like <laughs> Kalen Balaj. Like anytime you see him play before, he's not a he, good they, running back. Bills, I, I know this is a horrible example, but Bills made Adrian Peterson look like he was 24. Like it, he <laughs> it, he was they they completely dismantled that. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out yeah. there that you know. That's that's a good start for you. <laughs> it is. No. Um, that being said, I still I still rel- I still relatively trust the Bills defense, and I don't trust the Dolphins defense at all. Uh, well, I mean, they did stop Brian Hoyer. <laughs> it's Brian Hoyer, but it's Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I think Josh Allen is better than Brian Hoyer. All right, I I, I guess so. For like right now. Ha- Weird hot take to make. <laughs> it Josh, shouldn't be that hot. <laughs> Josh Josh Allen is he's not good. It, he's not. If Josh good Allen enough. rushes, he'll be he'll be fine. Yes, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll see. I honest I honestly think that I I believe that to be the case. Yeah. If Josh Allen can rush more, yeah, he will be fine. Okay. Um, I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bills. I don't mm-hmm. know how the Dolphins are doing this. They, but it's facing the Jets and it's facing Brian Hoyer. That's how they're doing it, and I don't think that that Fitzmagic can only magic for so long. Right, right. The co- I think it's mostly the coaching staff for the Dolphins that's really been holding them up. But I, yeah, I I don't know. There's something about it being at home. I think that just it that's gonna invigorate them to just kick ass. I I I just don't trust the Bills right now. So that's my that's at least my argument on that okay. front. Uh that the. the the Cowboys 
are heading to Detroit to take on the Vikings. I'm just kidding. The Lions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. The Lions. Um, so the Cowboys coming off a tough loss uh, against the Vikings. Uh, a lot of play calling issues down the line. Uh, while the Lions just, I mean, obviously Stafford was not part of that game plan on Sunday, but it was still a tough loss for them in Chicago. What do you think is going to happen this week? I think that um, even, geez, the Cowboys sucked, though. Dak Prescott was good, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the, I, I, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. The Lions, mm-hmm. um, they they almost came back and beat the Bears, but the Bears aren't who they were last year. Mm-hmm. By any stretch, um, and having the um, uh, having the Cowboys still playing, I think playing well enough with uh, with Dak and Cooper having a good connection. If Zeke can exploit this this awful run defense, yeah, that the Lions have, right, then there will be a uh, um. There will be there will be a lot of success there. I still like the Cowboys' defense. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean the, the defense kind of let them down against the Vikings. By I'm with you. I think that they're too talented to really give up any hope there. Uh, I think that the I think the offense gets done against a bad Lions defense as a whole. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm with you. Okay. Next up is Denver Broncos taking on the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Yes. Minneapolis, to be more specific. Yes. <laughs> um, U.S. Bank. No, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop there. Um, <laughs> Broncos coming off of a bye. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, the Broncos. Did they play last? No, they did not. They did not. No. Like... Coming off a of bye, the Vikings coming off of a, an excellent display on uh, Sunday Night Football, uh, and the Vikings have the Vikings have beaten every NFC East team. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So who do you think is gonna win? I gotta go with Vikings, and it, they are they're starting to really get remain consistent now. Kirk Cousins wins in prime time, does does he a does. pretty good job, and I mean all, everything's looking up for the Vikings. I think I think this is gonna be a tough race down the line, Vikings and Packers. But I think both of them are making the playoffs right now. So I I I, I like the Vikings a lot in this matchup. I hope to God the Vikings win the division over the Packers. <laughs> it's, it, we'll see. We'll I can, see as go. division rivals, I can stand the Vikings. I can't <laughs> the Packers. I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, head to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Jaguars are getting back Nick Foles this week. Uh, so that should be pretty interesting uh, to see how that goes. The Colts, meanwhile, are coming off of a brutal loss like, to the Dolphins. Of course, Brian Hoyer and basically all the receivers were uh, injured for that game. We do not know right now exactly what the status of Jacoby Prissett is. It sounds like he'll probably be good to go against the Colts, but it looks like Helton and Campbell on the receiver front are still out for this game. What do you think is going to happen in this one? And I think that's going to hurt the Colts a lot in the long run. Whether Jacoby's back or not, not having those receiving uh, those receiving weapons are going to affect them. I think Foles helps bring this uh, bring this team up 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 a peg uh, from Minshew, as fun as Minshew was. Uh, Foles is a much better quarterback. Hmm. Uh, it may take it may take a bit for them to get started, but I'm still going to go with Jaguars in this matchup. Yeah, I I really liked. Minshew and he's out there so I mean I I think that it was 
I think yes, Nick Foles. I think will do really well with this team. I, I at least I'm hoping that he does really well with this team. So, uh, I'm going with Jack Jacksonville as well. I I think that he's he's I I, I think that 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 this is where they the Jaguars were at when they started the season, and hopefully mm. you know now that they that they get their main guy back for at quarterback. I think the fact that Minshew was playing well enough, maybe not a ton in the London game, but he was playing well enough that they were they would be able to wait until Foles was a hundred percent. Exactly, it worked. So out Foles is going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah, and he's gonna he, he should yeah he should play well at least, at least yeah it gets a Colts team that just hasn't been the same for a while now. So Jaguars, yep. uh, in that okay. Way. Next up, New Orleans Saints coming off of their loss to the surprise loss to the Falcons. Um, take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another divisional matchup against a weak opponent for the Saints. How do you think this one's gonna go? Gotta go with the Saints. I, I I mean, I still have faith in this team, although someone who I respect a lot when it comes to NFL analysis and Chris West, like of the Around the NFL podcast, who by the way I should say I have that podcast has been a huge inspiration for what we do here for me personally, why I started doing these football things in the first place. So I I don't give them enough credit, but I love them. They're awesome. But Chris Wessling has been saying since Thanksgiving that he feels the Saints offense has been on the, on a decline, and as good as the Saints have been, even with Teddy Bridgewater, um in in the in the, in the mix. They've been it's they have just not been like a nonstop offense like they were in the beginning of twenty eighteen. With that being said, I still think they're a complete team. I still think they they can be competitive against anyone. I that won't change unless they lose to this Buccaneers team. So I'm going Saints. Yeah, I, we need to reassess everything, and we need need to change the Super Bowl picks if they lose to Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, might uh, might be the case. Yeah, I'm going with Saints as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next, the New York Jets coming off of a win against their crosstown rival Giants. Goddamn. Uh, take <laughs> on the Washington do, Redskins. As as a New Yorker who is a fan of yeah. both teams, how do you yes. how do how do you feel about that? So result? so I, I didn't um I I didn't get a chance to really you know talk about it a lot last week because I know we were kind of short for time, but I yeah. I felt like. It was a game of two teams that are bad at what they do. Correct. And, and I think it was an indictment of the Gettleman error and even the Shermer error, even though I do I still like Shermer as a coach, but I, I think that he's probably going to be on his way out. But it's an indictment on Gettleman in the sense that he has a quarterback who's playing well. Four touchdowns, turnover the ball, the turnovers are bad, but he only gave up the ball once, and that was when Jamal Adams basically ripped the ball out of his hands um but i think what barkley comes back and goes for yard for <laughs> single yard <laughs> um yeah now nah, it's it most of that though was also the offensive line not playing well and the, and the jets the one thing the jets have really done well this year is that their defensive line is deep that was kind of why they were able to trade larry williams so i i've looked at that game and i felt like the giants could lose that game I, it's not something that shocked me i guarantee the giants because i felt like okay i could see it where the giants just get the upper hand of a jets team that's just spiraling but it didn't happen that way and the jets have some hope it just see it seems like the jets just have a little bit more talent 
just it, just a tiny bit more talent than the Giants. It just does right now. I think the Giants yeah. are still they're, they're just they have nothing on defense. Nothing. It's ridiculous. You know who has nothing anywhere? That's the Washington Redskins. Washington. <laughs> um, as a result, I'm going to guarantee the Jets against my better judgment. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's okay. I, it's fun to it's fun to guarantee the bad matchups. It, it, well, it is because you feel kind of like you feel like there's not as much at stake. Weirdly, it's just yeah. it's just how it, how it is. Um, I yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Jet. I because I think the Jets kind of showed that they can do something, anything. They they can they they are, they have a pulse of some kind. They it's gonna be a wash of a season regardless. But there's something there that was supposed to be this Jets team that could could go to the playoffs potentially. You know. But yeah. not, not obviously not this year. But I'm just saying like that it's something is there, and I think that they can they get a two game winning streak under the belt right now. So, Jets. Um, All right. Uh, I'm I'm up next. Uh, Houston yeah. Texans take on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Texans also coming off of a bye, with uh, the Ravens coming off of a really really big win. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that was two weeks. That was two weeks ago. That was, Patriots was two weeks ago. Still a big win, dominating uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, this is a matchup between I think our our two like favorite teams in the in the conference right now. Yeah, I would say that, and it's between two quarterbacks I've loved ever since college, and they are just. It, there is nothing that gives me more excitement than a Lamar Jackson to Deshaun Watson matchup right now. Um, <laughs> it is it is going to be so much fun seeing these two talented quarterbacks go up against each other. It's it's hard to pick this game because I could see it going other ways. But I, if I look at if I'm looking at the overall talent of either team right now. I really like what the Ravens are doing. Their defense is playing much better. The Marcus Peters trade is working out great for them. I love Lamar Jackson. He's just unstoppable. Deshaun Watson's unstoppable too. He's an amazing player. I just think the Ravens will have like the 1.2 point advantage in this game. I think I think so as well. I think both quarterbacks are playing very well, but the overall offense on the Ravens, uh especially at running back and O-line are going to serve them a lot better in this matchup. Yep. Um, there's also the the fact that Ravens are home. Um, the uh, Texans defense is a little suspect right now. It's quarterbacks are about the same. Obviously, uh, Hopkins is the best receiver in the game. Sure. But but I don't think that's going to matter compared to the rest of the Ravens team. So I'm gonna gonna be strong with the Ravens. Yeah, I, it's gonna be. I'm so excited. I'm I'm getting this game at one o'clock. Even though I usually watch Red Zone, I might opt to just watch this game. <laughs> I would just watch that game. I gotta check what game I get. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so. I might excited get the. I might get the Bears. Well, no, the Bears no, are. Bears, Bears play. Bears play Sunday night. So yeah, you're, you're okay. good, man. You should be good at least. Unless you get like the. Let's hope. Let's hope. You get the Vikings probably. It doesn't say yet. But you might get the Vikings just. You might get the Vikings just because it's your division. Well, that well, that might be on Fox though, and I might get no, CBS this no, no Viking CBS. Shit. Yeah. Well, Shit. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> that sucks. I don't want to watch the Vikings. Yeah. Well. I don't want. I don't want it, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch the Vikings, Daddy. 
<laughs> Next up, uh, wow, I've just changed, I've turned the page on that. Uh, the Cardinals go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. I was going to make another joke there, but I just I, I decided not to. But the, the Niners lost their first game. Um, and they're the, the Bengals now are the only team that have a zero in their record. Um, but the Niners, they're, they're in a position where they're hoping to get their, their receivers back. They're certainly George Kittle. Um, and they're taking on Cardinals team that has been frisky, but they, they're looking for a win right now. What do you think is going to happen? I, like this this Cardinals team can really turn it on when they need to. I mean, just look at look at last week, especially in the passing game. This this pat again, it, it, granted it was against the Buccaneers defense, but I think this passing game especially is what the Cardinals want to be. Yeah, just this actual air raid, throw, chuck the ball down the field, get 130 yards and only six catches by a player, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that being said. The 49ers are a really, really good football team and won't lose to the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this was this was a close matchup on Thursday Night Football, uh, you know, two weeks ago. That was only two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and so... In and now this, the Niners are at home, though. Which, yeah, the, the Niners are wow. at home. I've had, you know, you know, we've had the... We've had discussions, you know, in the past where... Um, playing a team so close to one another usually ends up resulting in an opposite result in the car so the if the if the Niners won that game the Cardinals could win this game I don't see that happening though because I just think the Niners are ju- the better team from top to bottom and I really have confidence in them that they're gonna win it so I'm going yep. with them next up 49ers are my backup oh. Super Bowl by the way <laughs> yeah, I think they're, I think they're I think that's you and me both at this point. Yep. All right, Cincinnati Bengals are 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 they searching for their first win? I don't know if they are at this point. There's um, it's yeah, there's there's zero zero wins. Well, well, I just mean like, would they be actually searching for it, or did they want to lose out? Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? Who knows at this point? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, do they definitely don't want to be the next Browns, but. Um, they're facing the Oakland Raiders, uh, who get another farewell game in their Oakland stadium. Um, we don't know much about this new Bengals offense. We don't know if AJ Green will be back or not. Okay. I mean, it will. I don't think it will matter. Nothing. <laughs> nothing matters with this Bengals team. It's Ryan. I don't know why the team felt like they would win with ryan finley i mean unless they really think he could be like a future star i don't i i like the fact that i think it it might be more of just a tryout for the future i guess i i see i i get that i also know that if that was the case they should have benched Danny dalton earlier and they should have traded the thing about the Bengals and their franchise is that they so they never want to trade people away because they they just are in the conventional thinking that they must keep talent and storing talent constantly and not doing anything with it. But when well, and then this... they don't sign any like high free agents, right? And and they don't sign any high free agents, and they just barely make any trades. And so this is you know they should have got they should have traded Andy Dalton, they should have traded AJ Green, they should have traded all these guys to get draft capital, so that way 
L- you like have... the Dolphins are doing. I <laughs> didn't yeah. think I would praise the Dolphins, but... That, yeah, but it's true, though. This yeah. team, that they don't know how to run a franchise right now. And I think that the Raiders, who are have who we just said earlier, at least I said, that they, it's one of the most consistent teams in the league right now. They're, they're winning on both sides of the ball. They're doing a decent job. And I, they're certainly, they're still kind of on the, on the fringe of like, um, like good teams. They're not amazing or great yet, but if they, they have a game like this against the Bengals, if they could blow these guys out of the water and then go into next week, which I think if I'm not mistaken, do they play the chiefs next? Oh no, the chiefs are on by next week. Chiefs are on by next week. Uh, week 13. Uh, that week will. So I, I all I know is that I think that, that they that, they play week thirteen. They okay. If they could win that game, I mean this this is, and and they have the Jets, they have the Bengals and the Jets, and then they have the Chiefs. If they could win those three games and they beat the Chiefs, then they I might, would, they're in the conversation of good, really good teams. They are honestly. You, At that it's point. it's so weird. It, 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 it's just that's where we're at and every and by the way the, the the streak is on the line of the amount of years where a team has gone worse to first this rares team was worst last year huh so there's there's a chance they like oh although wait a second i might be wrong about that we're the chief. no we're the, I no, we're, the... We're broncos no it might have been raiders hold on <laughs> That's something 2018 that we're AFC West. I I I the Raiders were the worst. They were the worst. Raiders were four and twelve. The Raiders Bank, are your uh, Broncos were six and ten. The Raiders are your best shot right now because right now the. I mean, and maybe the Jaguars, but that's maybe that's it. But the Raiders, Jaguars, are, I think, is a little farther out. Yeah, that's your best opportunity right now. Other than that, you don't see any other team coming out of the woodwork to try to win the division. This is your opportunity. I could see them trying to get it. I like the Raiders in this one. Yeah, I do too. And like, let, mm-hmm. well, obviously, because it's the Bengals. Yes, of course. But still, the Raiders are a good team, and I would, I would, if you pinned the Raiders up against another opponent, I might still pick them. Right. It's it's depending it, on the opponent, obviously. But yeah, I I think that they're just getting there. They're starting to play well, and and they're starting get coached well which is like i i don't like i did i haven't praised john green about anything right now but he's getting it together he's doing good yeah um next up the pan the patriots are taking on the eagles in a super bowl 52 rematch uh of course nick Foles is nowhere near this game he's <laughs> in florida or in indianapolis at least for this week um but the the patriots are coming off of a buy. Both of these teams actually are coming off of a buy, and so they're well rested. The Patriots' record uh, in the Belichick era after buys is thirteen and four, but they've okay. they've been six and three in this decade. So that's a little bit more, you know, iffiness. Um, and but this Eagles team, uh, they they're well rested. They have a shot here, but there's still a lot of questions. About their talent at receiver, they did sign Jordan Matthews. That we'll see, <laughs> and, <laughs> and a secondary, obviously, that we've been talking about <laughs> has just been bad. Um, so, what's going to happen this one, Matt? You can't go against the Patriots right now. Obviously, well, I did 
last time the Patriots played. <laughs> and I was right. You were right. But in the but the Baltimore's a, a stellar team and I don't see the talent here at the Eagles level. Mm-hmm. Um other than I think Carson Wentz, uh and honestly everyone but the receiving core in the secondary. Um and it's it's gonna be rough for them, I think, to overcome the Patriots, so I'm gonna stick with New England. They have a distinct advantage of being on uh, at home, um, which is usually the best time to get the Patriots. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I got to go Patriots, and I feel so good about it. I'm guaranteeing it because uh, I, I feel very confident that, hit, that the Patriots will take care of business against this Eagles team, and let's ship them away, ship this Eagles team at least a little bit away from the NFC East title. Uh, yes, Cowboys will uh, will get some get some cushion for their if they as long as they win against the Lions, of course. Um, I won't know what to do <laughs> with the NFC East anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Sunday night. Sunday night, Bears Rams. This should have been like the marquee matchup of the season, like Super Bowl implications on the line between these two teams, possibly like one and two seed. And now it's two very mad teams. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <sighs> it's in Los Angeles. What do you think is going to happen? I feel that the Rams defense, despite its offensive concerns, have played really well. Jalen Ramsey being there has really helped this team and raised them to another level. They were all over Mason Rudolph in this game, and I don't see why they couldn't be all over Mitchell Trubisky in this game. I, I, I think that if you compare the talent between the Rams' offense and the Bears' offense right now, I I see a lot more potential for the Rams to finally break through whatever rut that they're in and get back into it. And if, you, if we're talking coaching, I trust Sean McVay a lot more right now than Matt LaFleur. So, or no, I'm sorry, not Matt LaFleur, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. So... Too many mats. Called you the called you the Packers head coach for a second. Um, How dare you? So I I'm going with the Rams in this one. Yeah, this one's hard for me. Um, I'm gonna chaos the Bears. I don't have a lot of faith in it, and this is probably the team chaos I have the least faith in all season long. Um, there's a chance, and the the. Goff especially hasn't been playing well, and I know that he's playing at home, which means he's going to be better. But I'm wor- I am I worry about the consistency of the Rams. And the, Bear- the Bears at least – the Bears haven't been good, but the Bears have been – it's going to weird be weird to call them consistent, and I hope you know what I mean by consistent in terms of they've kind of played at the same level all season where the Rams have gone up and down. I would say that they've been on decline. I think that I feel like they've been consistent recently, but they've been kind of consistently bad. That well, that's what I'm saying. They're like yeah. they're 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 at like a forty percent. Sure. Yes. Where the Rams have gone up and up and down from that line. Mm. In terms of how good the Rams are. Yeah. I'm I'm making sense in my head. I'm not conveying it well. I'm gonna chaos the Bears. <laughs> I'm gonna like close my eyes and hit chaos the chaos button on this. I I shouldn't do this because I'm behind. I'm really behind in points. I I look. Damn it. it. <laughs> do what you gotta do. I mean it. It's 
you're right in that the Rams have not been consistent. I just, I personally, I look at the situation and I feel very confident that the Rams, I, I, I think that they, I mean, they came off of a bye and they looked, they just looked sluggish against a really good Steelers defense. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much is that the Rams offense and how much of that is the Steelers defense. They, cause they, I guess, I mean, I know it was the Bengals, but they looked, they, they really they hammered the Bengals in in London. So that's, that's just to me, I look at the Rams and I'm like, I, I care more about this team right now. And I think it, it, because of the fact that I, I see more potential here than the Bears at the moment. So that's, that's like, how I, like, I agree with you. I want, I want you to know that I agree with you. <laughs> you got, you just got a chaos. But I, I got a chaos someone. Yeah, chaos. <laughs> and I don't me. like any of these other matchups. Join me in the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, we move forward into Monday Night Football. It's the Chiefs. It's the Chargers. Uh, Not in Los Angeles, though. Yeah, yeah, it's in Mexico, and A Mexico we, City game. Yeah, which that didn't happen last year. Last year it was supposed to be Chiefs or Rams. That ended up being relocated in LA, and the rest is history. But yes. the the this game has a lot less juice considering that the Chiefs are kinda in a lull at the moment and the Chargers looked like they could have finally turned around their season and then Phillip Rivers just just did not do well against the Raiders. So what do you think is gonna happen in this one? I I still have faith in the Chiefs. I think mm-hmm. this neutral look, not that the Chargers ever have a home game, but this neutral location I think will be beneficial for the Chiefs, and I I trust I still I trust Mahomes mm-hmm. to be able to to win this game. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like this is supposed to be such a good matchup. Yeah, but it it's just not. I I'm looking at this right now, and there's a good argument you can make for a team chaos with the Chargers, but I I like the Chiefs a lot with this game just because I know and I know the Chargers are talented, and it's gonna be a tough game to play, but there there is something about the fact that the Chiefs were almost here. The Chiefs were almost gonna play in Mexico. They've been through this routine before, even though they never ended up getting to here, getting to play here. They still prepped for it. They still prepped for it. I I I do the only team I the only person I trust on the Chiefs right now is Patrick Mahomes and I think he alone could beat this Chargers team. So I tr- I trust Tyreek Hill too. I right. and Kelsey. Yeah. Right, right. So I and, but they're ex- extensions of and and models. I and I trust Nicole Hardman. Like I, I trust like yeah. I trust like the receivers. And, the like, receivers. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. Mahomes. Yeah, basically, and that and maybe alone... Chris, maybe Chris Jones on the defense. Yes, sure. <laughs> uh, so I <laughs> I want to be extremely specific. The the <laughs> and Harrison Buck. No, um, I well... I you're right. I I I, <laughs> I, I, I I was half serious, half kidding. Um, the Chargers. <laughs> I I'm yeah. I'm I'm good with them. I don't I don't need to, to talk, look at them. So I'm I'm good with the Chiefs as well. Okay. So we disagreed on two. It was our team chaoses. So a very normal week. Very normal week. Two games, uh, and I I believe we both stayed our guarantee. I forget. I, did you? What was your guarantee? Oh, the Mine Jets. was the Jets. Yep. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, 
So we'll see how that all plays out. I will make a note of that in my notepad. Um, so real quick, before we end things off, uh, we have a very important announcement about Team Chaos Productions. Yes, um, I almost forgot about this. So we been we've been trying to get our podcasts underway. Uh, and it turns out we've been at least me and my my gaming podcast and the table the, the Total Drama Island podcast, but we've been left by our good friend Matt Walsh. <laughs> he he came through uh, and has uploaded the first episode of the Table Party, which stars both of us as well as our friend Gabe, who you've obviously seen in uh, past episodes of this of this past episode of the Virtual Ball Boys, as well as my sister Kelsey. The the five of us uh, were were very excited about this podcast, and the first few episodes delivered. We already have a few episodes under the belt. You can go to our YouTube channel. Uh, I It's Team Chaos Productions. I don't have a direct link to it uh, right now. I could try to link to it in the podcast description. Um, but it is... Uh, it is a excellent if if you don't know obviously you don't know the table party is a uh table tabletop rpg podcast so essentially dungeons and dragons and our what we're doing is monster of the week which is a, a game mode by who exactly i forget who it's uh it uh evil hat productions evil hat productions so it's a kind of it's a it's a dungeons and dragons spin-off type thing uh that has a lot less that the 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 person that's in charge of it is called the keeper and he does not roll the dice like the dungeon master does in dungeons and it's dragons. very it's a very it's a very interesting game it's kind of based off of like buffy the vampire slayer and supernatural mm-hmm. type of shows where um where you kind of like fight a different monster every arc every quote-unquote week right. uh Go check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, ep- I think only episode zero is up right now, where we kind of right. introduce our characters. But yeah. the rest of the uploads are going to be pretty consistent. Um, Walsh did a great job with this arc, and I'm really excited to get more of it out there. Yeah, it's it's it really he did an outstanding job. It's it, it's on YouTube right now, and I've already showed him how to do uh, uploading on Anchor. We'll see when that happens. Uh, we're not as we're not. I'm I'm not entirely sure when that's gonna happen, but where I get the podcast going on Anchor as well, so people can listen to it on there. Um, so that's oh, and if you if you want to follow it, uh, you could go to at the table party at the table party. Um, that's where he, uh, Matt will be up to, or Walsh will be up uploading uh, all you know any kind of updates that are happening with the podcast. Uh, you could check it out there. Um, and of course, for anything that we do, as more podcasts you know come to fruition, or as more episodes be uh, are, are updated, you can go to at Team Chaos Pods as well to keep track of all of that. So, with that all being said, um, yeah, thank you all so much for joining us. A fun episode. I'm really, I really loved the debates. I think that that to me is one that, of the highlights. This is a this is a segment that we will have to keep. Yeah, that that's a good and one. Repeat. That's a good one. I have a whole deck of cards here, so we we have a, we have a few. We kind of we have. I'm sure we have plenty of scenarios uh, that we have to play out later. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening. See you next week. Good morrow and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.